0: It all started with a very simple idea, tell the story of how successful executives made it into the boardroom. I'm Ken McCarthy, founder and managing director of BlackRock Resources, a leading international search firm focusing on the private equity and venture capital industry and their portfolio companies. We help top companies attract, hire and retain the best talent in the market. BlackRock's Into the Boardroom series is dedicated to discovering how senior executives in various industries have advanced their careers making available to our listeners for the first time, listen and learn how successful executives have made it to the top, the lessons they've learned and the people they've met. I know you'll enjoy listening as much as I have. Please feel free to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm looking forward to you joining me on our next podcast. Today, my guest is Thomas Andrulakis, an experienced C-level executive with extensive experience in leading strategic development projects in large organizations, combined with an international working exposure. As general manager, he has demonstrated successful P&L and business performance throughout his working career. He has proven capability in multi-site global business environment, including strategic expansions and joint ventures. He has acted as MD or board of directors member of several entities throughout Europe, the US and China. He's also represented as president or vice president of the minerals industry in several international associations and institutes. Being a sustainability GM at group level, he has led organizational transformation in achieving challenging targets. Thomas, welcome to Into the Boardroom. Thank you for for, uh, inviting me. No, my pleasure. Um, As with all our guests, Thomas, we like to start with your early years. So can you tell me where where you grew up and what was your family like?
1: Yes, uh, as you probably know, I'm Greek. I was born in a Greek island called Hills. Uh, You can imagine uh, it was a small community, a small scale, easy to find out uh, how it works. Uh, The relations were, were practically with everyone around so this was really uh, helping in developing myself a bit uh, in, a, in a small community. Uh, I can say that uh, in my childhood I, I was supported by my parents, which they, they were really focused on education, mm-hmm. uh, and they had the commitment uh, in excellence. What uh, they were perfectionists, I would say, my parents. So uh, I grew up in a, I would say. In a nutshell uh, in a small scale uh, uh, community and uh, with with a lot of uh, support from my parents mm-hmm.
0: fantastic. And brothers and sisters, um, do you have one brother uh, yeah. one brother who is a medical doctor? Uh, I would say he was
1: something like a paradigm for me uh, in the early years he was uh, uh, elder than myself, intellectual and really inspiring uh, in in my first steps.
0: Fantastic. And did did he inspire you in any particular ways? Once you were growing up?
1: Uh, yes, actually, he was uh, always uh, trying to uh, to uh, to be the first uh, in everything he, he did. I mean, he would like to play football. He would like to be the best. He he was uh, the best, uh, let's say, student in, in primary school. So all these uh, actually was. Um, really pushing me in a way to, 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 to be like him being my, my uh, paradigm so actually I, I had really a push and I, I really very much enjoyed the dialogues and, and, and the discussions that I had with him uh, on every respect so I was always trying a bit to, to do something
0: different something better from him yes <laughs> so you can course. imagine. <laughs> I absolutely um, was there anybody else who were, was an early inspiration for you in your life when you were younger
1: Actually, uh, it might <laughs> uh, sound strange, but my grandparents, mm-hmm. they were farmers, and actually they were really devoted uh, to what uh, they did uh, in farming. Uh, they're honest people, proud for, for themselves, hardworking. I was really pretty much uh, uh, admired them, the way they were living and the passion they had in their life. And the more I grow up, the more I, I, I remember uh, them and, uh, and I th- I, I'm, I'm thinking deeper uh, on, on their reactions and uh, on the way and the way that they were
0: uh, living. So my grandparents really. Good, good, excellent, excellent. And whilst you were in school, were you uh, were you a good student? I was. <laughs> I was always first or second, and I was really
1: uh, involved uh, in, in 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 the classroom. Uh, I was not only uh, trying to be uh, a good student. I was always trying to be uh, supportive of, of for my uh, schoolmates. Mm-hmm. I was elected all years as a school representative uh, in the school, and That's I had right. also a passion for some um, uh, for some disciplines, like uh, pretty much like maths and uh, geometry. I, mm-hmm. I, I was mastering on that participating in several, uh, you know, uh, exams uh, on a national level
0: uh, wow. for geometry, yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you were trying to keep up with your older brother as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean. And outside of class, I mean, were you, um, did you have any uh, additional interests? You mentioned uh, uh, sports was uh, prevalent in the family.
1: Uh, yes, uh, in the island actually we had a very good uh, water polo team, so I was uh, oh, okay. part of the kids team, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much loved swimming and biking, uh, I was singing the choir, uh, I was uh, involved in folk, folk dancing, as I mentioned before, a small community doing mm-hmm. here and there whatever we could
0: do. Of course, of course. And were you doing any uh, entrepreneurial things outside of school?
1: Really, really, what we were trying to do is that we, we, we try to avoid buying our toys and, and, and things, but rather to, to, to make them uh, ourselves. For instance, mm-hmm. we were trying to make our own kites, our, our our small boats that we were having on the island. Uh, later on, uh, in the high school, we were doing uh, our hobby was to, to create table games. Mm. That were based on uh, on, on questionnaires that, that we were inventing ourselves.
0: Mm. So... Fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And and did you um, did you have a part time job when you were when you were younger whilst whilst you were at school and college? Uh, you cannot you cannot say uh, early on. Uh, I was really involved in the
1: farm with my mm. grandparents. Mm. Then, for, for during uh, the summer, uh, I, I was uh, working in construction, as a construction worker for, mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks per, per, per year, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was a student uh, in the chemical engineering school, uh, I tried to, 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 be, to, to have internships, so uh, I was uh, in a refinery uh, as, a, as a trainee um, in the, in the summer, during my summer vacation.
0: Fantastic. And when you did go to, uh, to university, I mean, how did you, uh, how did you pick chemical engineering as the, uh, career that you wanted to go into?
1: Look, it, 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 it is a story rather of being, um, yeah, inspired, uh, by, by, Chemical engineers that, that are already uh, working as chemical engineers, so uh, chemical engineering uh, in, uh, in Greece at least, it, was, uh, it had a high reputation and uh, it was thought as a, a place where you can find multi-skilled people, multi-skilled engineers. So top ranked um, students uh, in in, uh, high school in Greece, they were always trying to be, uh, to to enter in the chemical engineering uh, school in National Technical University of Athens. I did as well. I was successful. Uh, So uh, it was rather a reputation and uh, a
0: paradigm from from other uh, engineers that I had in my early years. Very good, very good. And what was your your first job out of university? And did you have leadership responsibilities earlier on?
1: Uh, actually, I was I was uh, I have been uh, I found out a, a job in, on another island, starting as a uh, as a process engineer uh, in the mining um, <laughs> uh, world. So um, I was working in a mining in, in a minerals processing plant. Uh, yes, from the very beginning, I had the uh, responsibilities because I had uh, all the quality assurance, uh, the quality control department of, of this plant. So from the very first day, I had uh, a team, foremen uh, spread uh, in, uh, in, in 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 the in the in the plant, uh, doing our job twenty four hours per day. Uh, and, uh, I, I had, uh,
0: the, 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 chance to, to manage people from the very beginning. Fantastic. And what were some of the, the earliest leadership lessons you learned from, from bosses and mentors in that first job?
1: Actually, <laughs> the very, very first days I had to be involved in a project that was really tough for a young, uh, employee, young engineer. Uh, at that time, the company was was planning their uh, incentives, uh, giving incentives to to to, uh, to, to labor force and to giving incentives to, to all employees to increase productivity and uh, and uh, reduce costs. So I had to design the incentive scheme for my team. Although I had, there uh, were the first days in the job. Uh, the first, um, I would say, the lessons that uh, learned is that. You need at the same time to, to be straight with people and at the same time being flexible. And uh, these are the very first uh, lessons I've heard, being adaptive, I mean, and, uh, and and to work together with your people rather than imposing uh, things
0: to them. Yes, yeah, 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 that's interesting. But was there any additional early management experiences um, that you've you've learned from from those early jobs.
1: Actually, I was I was uh, I was um, observing how my superiors were acting and trying to to see what was behind. And so the, the, from early management experiences, I would say that it is that it's extremely important to 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 be open, to be yourself, uh, transfer learning to to your colleagues, and. Also, I found out that uh, business has to be fun so it's it's important that you that you feel
0: really comfortable in in, in, in your shoes mm-hmm. of course now what's the um what's the worst lesson or the best um that you've uh, that you've learned from your previous bosses
1: uh in most of the cases actually uh, that, that uh, I, I found out the, the worst experience is that um, it was an underestimation of, of others, of, of, of colleagues. Uh, I believe that that's a fatal mistake. Uh, underestimating uh, colleagues and at the same time putting not the right people into the right job. This is really, really wrong and it, it, uh, it,
0: it can hurt an organization. Yep, understood. And in terms of your uh, your current role, Thomas, I mean, how did you how did you come uh, to that? What was the uh, the progression?
1: Actually, the the the, uh, the the most important is that to to to, to uh, convince the organization um, that you are having a plan, you know the objectives of, of the job, and you are having a plan how to achieve them. And uh, always, uh, it's, it's extremely important uh, to be ready from the day one, to, to know the people that will work with you and, uh, and find the right people to, to do the right job, uh, which should always be uh,
0: uh, related to the mission that we, that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, how has your leadership style evolved over time?
1: Actually, when we do uh, 360 evaluations in the organization, what they say for me is that uh, I'm rather hands-on and uh, I like to manage by example. Uh, Personally, I believe that the the more I grow up, the more synergetic I am, the the more uh, I involve uh, colleagues uh, in tasks. And uh, I also believe that it's it's extremely good to be self confidence, not but, uh, arrogant, but arrogant, but uh, self confidence.
0: Uh, self confidence is important. And when you're managing people, how do you decide if it's if it's time to micromanage or you know when it's time to step back and you know let them um, let them to their own devices.
1: I believe that you, you need to separate and the answer is not unique. Uh, the answer uh, is related to, uh, per, per task per, according to the task and according to, uh, and, and to the employee the specific employee that you're managing. It's something like having uh, a two times two matrix and in one dimension it is if the employee uh, knows or doesn't know the, the, what is expected from him mm-hmm. or her. And on the other day I is that if he is motivated or if she is motivated or not to do it, according to, to which uh, quarter you are, you, you decide. For instance, if uh, your colleague knows and is motivated, actually you do not need to do that much. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, on the on another quarter, when when he doesn't know or he and he is not motivated, then you need to to to, to pay a lot of attention and, and spend a lot of time micromanaging uh, micromanage
0: micromanaging if needed uh, mm. this project., yeah, understood. Um, what are your thoughts on building company culture? I believe that. The, the most important
1: thing in a, in a company culture uh, is mutual trust and respect. This is something that has to be built uh, by, by uh, mostly top uh, managers because culture comes from top. Uh, as I said before, it's extremely important to be open. Uh, the CEO, after all, is, is uh, setting the pace. Uh and uh, for for regarding culture is extremely important uh to, to have a clear set of values and these values should be uh stated
0: and should be lived, not just stated. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Is there anything unusual about um your own culture? Mm, I wouldn't say that it's something that it's really unusual. Uh
1: uh, I, I believe that culture should be an asset, uh, not a liability. And I don't think particularly I have something uh, unusual
0: uh, myself. Mm. And when you're looking to make bets on people or, you know, what do you look for um, for um, within people that you invest in?
1: Um, I'm trying uh, to 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 see uh, and uh, if possible to to see the values that that uh, certain individuals carry on. I mean, which are mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's value, his values, and I pay particular uh, attention if there, if he has emotional intelligence.
0: I believe that this is very very important for an organization. Mm, agreed. Agreed. Um, so how do you interview and hire people, Thomas?
1: i i I start from broad questions, really open-ended questions, uh, open-end questions but then I'm moving to specific ones, uh, even challenging uh, specific know-how for the position. Um, I use also instinct. Uh, trying to identify the values uh, of uh, the candidate. Um, I also ask uh, colleagues and subordinates to 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 interview as well and, and having their input. I believe that uh, it's extremely important uh, the selection, so it should not be left to just one opinion. Uh, the more uh, views we have. Uh, the the more angels we
0: see somebody, the better we feel that we do the right selection. Of course, of course. And finally, Thomas, what career and life advice would you give to someone who has their eyes on a board position? It's it's
1: really it's it's really hard for me to to give a a life advice. I I would say that it's extremely important to for all of us uh, to to find a purpose uh, in life. So. If we have a purpose in life, we definitely can inspire people uh, around us and, of course, in our organization. organization. Uh, And all others are following. Uh, It's important to to make the right choices, even from the very beginning, uh, because this uh, pays off
0: and not waste time. Excellent. Thomas, thank you for speaking with us today.
1: Thank you as well. Thank you, Ken.
0: Thank you for listening to Into the Boardroom with myself, Ken McCarthy. We hope you enjoyed hearing our guests' stories as much as we did. If you want to hear more executives reveal their journey into the boardroom, log on to iTunes and tell your friends and colleagues. You can also log on to blackrock-resources.com for more. We look forward to having you in the next episode.